Everybody, hello and welcome to Should We Say Something? I'm Marty and I'm Jonathan, and this is the show where um, do we just sit in a room by ourselves and talk about what it would be like to not have so much social anxiety? Yeah. Um, I sometimes think it would be pretty cool. I'm picturing it right now, and it's giving me palpitations. Nice. Yeah, that's exciting, right? That means that means excitement. Does that? Uh, of a sort. Okay. Jonathan, uh, how old the hell are you? Uh, I'm doing better knowing that summer vacation is coming along and I can go to the beach and stay inside of my uh, grandfather's beach house and, mm, and nice. not have to do anything whatsoever. Yeah, just you and uh, the ocean, I assume, somewhere in there? No, it's away from the ocean. Okay. Because, uh, you know, if you want to buy good real estate at the beach, you want to get it away from the water, uh-huh. uh, especially for the fact like hurricane season. Like that just... It's not like a uh, if you if you have a beach house being set like somewhat back from the water is not going to save you in hurricane season. If you call or, it a beach house, you're too close to the ocean. No, that's an ocean house. All right, uh, great. Well, I can I just review something that that we uh, don't often hit on here in the show, but I feel like might be relevant today. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited for you that summer vacation is coming, mm-hmm. and you're very excited. Um, but I, and maybe you can answer this in, in just a few seconds, or maybe it's a longer question for another time, but, um, I don't like this pressure. You, you have social anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety, but you also teach children yes. and, and like not young, happy kids that look up to you, but like middle school children that can get kind of real jerky at times. Oh yeah. They cuss. Yeah. How, how does that work, man? Uh, it gets sort of, it's actually very interesting that you say that, uh, there's a lot of teachers that have a hard time getting in front getting up in front of, uh, many adults and talking in front of Mm. them, but have no problem just getting up and talking to students. Um, I always antiquate, uh, my social anxiety with the idea of being on level with the same people and then supposed Mm -hmm. to keep up a conversation. Um, I'm leading something, Uh. so it's a little bit easier for me to like, just say, fall in line you have that role right and then there are teachers who just decide the last four weeks of school you could just take them outside and play kickball don't talk to them at all um and i don't do that because i feel much more comfortable inside and not having to try to (laughs) take some jump shots in a basketball hoop oh right but i i do attempt to try to be silly sometimes so you know how i always like do something and then say say nailed it first Mm -hmm. time every time yeah i do it at school too okay (laughs) Perfect. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, but um, I don't want to talk about that. So perfect. <laughs> let's, let's just let, let's we we have guess. somebody that's going to be here, which is going to be really awkward. Yeah, but it's going to be good. The good news is, is that we like record this without them in the room, so it's not so weird that they're just like staring at us that for we're, four like, minutes and then them. like just talking about. That would them. be super awkward. super awkward. Yeah, I would hate that. Uh, great. Well, yeah, we're going to talk to somebody who's going to try and help us be less awkward in a very specific kind of social situation. We'll be right back. Oh, uh, oh, uh, hey, everybody. We're back. Yes. Uh, you're listening to Should We Say Something? Uh, and uh, we are joined in the studio here at the Baltimore Improv Group 
podcast room. Sorry, I'm filling time. I'm nervous. Uh, Julia, thank okay. you so much for being I, on the show today. I feel rude. Thank you for I'm having not, me. Like looking at her, but I also don't know like if I make eye contact, if it's going to yeah. be that strange eye contact. I'm I'm not famous, so I think you can do it, and I won't do anything. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're making eye contact. I think it's better to look at the person that's talking. That's how I try to do it on the podcast anyway. I don't know about real life. Um, (laughs) Julia, thank you for joining us today um, to talk about something that um, I personally get worried about a lot. Yeah. uh, And that is uh, meeting or being in proximity to famous people. Yeah. It's a very nerve wracking experience at times. Yeah. Um, I, I could talk a lot about the few times that like I've seen <laughs> John Waters and been mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute, that's a famous person. And then deciding not to say anything, um, which is... How many times have you seen John Waters? I mean, uh, in Baltimore. Baltimore 200. Like, I, yeah. I haven't lived here super long, but I've seen him like half a dozen times around. Oh, I think by time like seven, you can at least wink at him or something. He must, oh, he must have seen you too. Like a friendly wink. Yeah. He pays with a check at the grocery store. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I don't I should hang out at the grocery store. Yeah. So let's not talk about my run-ins. Um, <laughs> okay. Julia, you uh, you are an expert in knowing how to deal with celebrity sightings. How did you become an expert in that? Oh, I grew up in L.A. So oh, that just, makes sense. Just a city teeming with celebrities. So you really have to grow up in a culture where you respect and revere them in public sightings. Wow, yeah. revere yeah. them. Yes, absolutely. So so not just respect them as human beings going about their day, but actually sort of hold them up higher than the average passerby? Um, absolutely. I mean, this is their land. L.A. is their land. So. What's, what's high school like in L.A.? Is it sort of like Clueless or is it? Oh, man. <laughs> is it like Clueless? Yeah, I just picked that's all I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure that it was for people who are popular. I was okay. not one of them. So mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you about the Clueless experience. But I did go to a school that was like, 800 plus people like in one class alone wow so you just really felt like i mean like you you had close friends like a small group but really no one really bothered anyone else because you didn't know they existed like the my campus was two like blocks long it's crazy two blocks long or like something insane yeah it's a huge it's a huge school it's a college essentially it's almost the size of a college it's a campus for sure yeah it's a campus that makes me nervous. Uh, it sounds... It uh, made me nervous. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> it sounds like good training, I would think, for um, being around celebrities. The ability to just kind of close off your awareness and let other people anonymously slide around you. Absolutely. And I mean, there were like famous kids, children who went there right. and famous mm. people who had gone there too. So yeah, we were we were well prepped. Okay, so famous kids, children people who went there and then became famous were there any people that were famous at the time they were there oh that you were there i think there was one boy who i think was like at our high school and then like became the star of a nickelodeon show and then left nice was it was it drake or josh no that would have been really cool cool (laughs) i would have loved that uh uh so I want to talk about one of the, the more likely opportunities that you're going to end up meeting a celebrity, and that is at like work, like while you're working. Um, and that's usually the harder part of communicating to anybody is at a job mm. uh, and famous. So like, for example, um, my first celebrity sighting, I was working at uh, Raven Stadium. I was, I was volunteering working, mm-hmm. 
my parents forced me to volunteer to work at the nacho stand that they were using for like fundraising for the the school I was in. Oh, okay. Uh, and Stacy Keebler came up to my uh, to to my booth, and I knew exactly who she was. I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't know who that former is. Ravens cheerleader hmm. turned professional wrestler. Ah, turned girlfriend slash fiance to George Clooney. Okay. Um, wow. So she like she so had a nice little path of stuff. They didn't end up together. She she was mm. the the major relationship before George Clooney's wife now. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, Stacy Keebler showed up. Mm. Uh, and here's how I approached it. And tell me if I went wrong. Or okay, not. let's hear it. I said uh, double cheese. And she said yes. Was she there to take nachos? Yeah, she bought nachos. Oh, okay. I mean, had uh, she not bought nachos and you said double cheese, that would be problematic. Okay. No, she came. So my aunt took the order, and then I saw who it was, and I wanted to say words. Yeah. And so I said double cheese, mm-hmm. and she said yes, and then I hit the button cheese, cheese, and then handed it to her. I, I think that's appropriate. I mean, okay. did your did your voice change at all in octave? I was sixteen, so there might have been a moment or two. Was it a good double cheese? cheese? Uh, might have happened. Okay. Um, maybe I was younger than sixteen. I couldn't handle alcohol. I know that, <laughs> and I mean that in the sense of if like you physically able to, holding yeah. it. Not, uh, <laughs> not, not that you had tested your. Not metal that yet. I had tested. Not that I was like, oh, there she is, crack six open. <laughs> tested yourself and find yourself lacking. No, that wasn't it. Okay, um, so just okay. That's, all right, that sounds yeah, sounds okay. I would say you did well. Okay. I mean, the first time that I met Alec Baldwin, my voice went up like five octaves. Were you working? I was at mass. We went to the wow. same Catholic church. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I uh, was handing out a bulletin afterward and he came up and he was actually really miffed with like me already. Oh no. Makes sense. Yeah. Based on how much you know about me. Uh, I was no, I was just saying about Alec Baldwin. That was not a comment about you at all. Oh, Jonathan, I'm, I'm s- I think maybe you should apologize. I'm really sorry. I Thank know you. that that came out wrong and um, I, I'm sorry. I'm nervous that there's somebody else here. Thank you for coming. <laughs> I, I, I meant that as Alec Baldwin. Thank you for apologizing. I feel better now. I, um, I feel relatively better. I'm sorry. I don't think you did anything to <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Thank you. I, I truly didn't. We were in a confirmation class. So it was a bunch of mm. like teenagers all in a herd in a church. And so you know half of them were texting and right. like talking during it. So I guess Alec Baldwin went to the head of the confirmation class and was like, your students were incredibly rude. And then oh. turned to me as I was like handing him this like news fly or whatever. And he just like looked down at me. I was like, here you go. <laughs> and then he took it and didn't say anything else. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, you know, I like he, just, he wanted a peaceful mass experience. And we clearly, yeah. clearly prevented that. Well, and you, you were an anonymous part of the cohort of people <laughs> that were somehow preventing that. <laughs> yeah. He was not willing to see you as a person no. <laughs> in that moment. Confirmation <laughs> classes can be rough, though. They can. Yeah. I My confirmation class, uh, we were making fun. Well, we were joking around behind this guy, and then he was our guest speaker, uh, which we didn't know until oh, that day. Oh, no. So that was real awkward. Yeah. Um, so I, I get did that. that. Did that end up coming out in his guest speech? Oh, yeah. 
Called all the way out. Yeah. Did he know you by name? Uh no. Um, oh, that's but, the benefit the, of not being famous, right? Am I right. Yeah. Uh, Can ride that anonymity. Oh yeah. Uh, so with with meeting celebrities <laughs> just on the street, uh, what is the best way to get noticed without throwing yourself in front of a bus? Oh, I <laughs> love this. I love this uh, because. I think I had a really good moment okay. and like two years ago when I was walking on the promenade in LA okay. or Santa Monica and I saw Kyle Mooney from SNL yeah. and he was, I think walking with, I'm going to assume his girlfriend. Um, and we were walking down the street and we just made eye contact and it was a little bit longer than you would with a stranger. Right. So it was there that recognition of like, Hey Kyle Mooney, I know who you are. And he's like, Hey, I know you know who I am. Don't say anything. I'm with my boo. Right. And then I continued walking. So it was that perfect. I like that that you had that whole conversation with him. It was a whole conversation through the eyes. Absolutely. So so eye contact, Mm -hmm. like Marty was saying at the beginning of this, is important important. because you can have a conversation. You can. Okay. And it still respects their boundaries and doesn't disrupt their date that they're clearly having. All right. I'm going to try to have a conversation with you right now. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to see if you answer it appropriately. Okay. This is terrible radio, Jonathan. (laughs) But you seem to work work something out, so I'm very happy for you. Uh, (laughs) Julia, you you have a lot of expertise uh, just by living out your life in L.A. amongst the stars. Uh, (laughs) Do you do you have a memory of like the first moment when you realized that there was somebody here that you recognized and it and it should feel weird that you know who they are? Somebody here in Baltimore? Oh no no what? no! Like like growing I'm up, sure. do you remember? Do you remember uh, the moment <laughs> that, that first moment when you were like, oh, celebrity? When you had a concept of like, here is a famous person and I have to act differently. You didn't with have them. your parents embarrass you in front of people. To know, like, oh, no, I shouldn't do anything. So, like, you had that, like, energy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when I recognized, like, a celebrity. Um, I I think when I was younger, actually, my friend's, uh, my friend's dad was on an improv troupe with Lisa Kudrow. And so mm. I, played, I played with her kid, I think, when I was a child. Okay, nice. Which I don't really remember. But I think someone was like, this is Lisa Kudrow's kid. And I was like... Friends, and that's all that I knew. But then I was mm-hmm. still a child, so right. I had no boundaries around her. Right. Um. So. So wait, did you yeah. did you meet Lisa Kudrow, or you just played I'm, with Lisa Kudrow's? I I feel like I remember the kid better than I do Lisa Kudrow. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people say that now about her and Friends. Ouch. Do they say that? <laughs> I don't think I've ever that's heard really anyone harsh. say that. I just think that like, if you think of the hierarchy of people in there, she is in the bottom two. Oh, David Schwimmer is... The cast? Yeah. Schwimmer's on the bottom. Schwimmer's on the bottom. Yeah. He did a good voiceover, though, in uh, Madagascar. Gascar? Yeah. Mm. I still respect him for that. Okay. I can't still argue with the... That <laughs> helps him earn some points back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I, I want to come back to something that you said earlier about yeah. uh, not just respecting but revering. Yeah, let's go back to celebrities uh, because I, I, I like I've been to New York a few times and and passed by some famous people. Mm-hmm. Uh, How's that go? Uh, like, uh, I feel like New York's so fast. Yeah, it's it's just happening. Uh, once saw Lin Manuel Miranda just like no, cro- crossing the street. No, yeah. you didn't. Amy and I did. We were actually eating breakfast outside of a, a bagel shop. 
uh, on the Upper West Side, and Lynn Manuel Miranda came walking across the street, and we were like, "There he goes. That's really Lynn Manuel Miranda." Okay, he's crossing the street, and then he's gone. And Dang, we did not cool. we did not say anything to him, nor did we ever <laughs> plan to. We just sat and quietly ate our bagels and watched him <laughs> from like a quarter of a block away. Um, I don't know if we revered him correctly. It doesn't sound like you did. Yeah, I, think. I, I don't know. I don't know what that would be like. Well, I mean, here's the difference in location. I feel like L.A. It's like constant slow mo when Is you it? see a celebrity. Yeah, it's okay. not like people aren't speeding down the street. Um, so I, it's easier to make that eye contact okay. in which you humanize them, mm. but also respect them because mm-hmm. you don't actually talk right. to them. You know. So New York is a little bit more difficult. I, I feel like in order to create that eye contact, you would have to accidentally spill coffee on them to get them to stop. Yeah. Or like push your way past someone else in the subway car or. Yeah. 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 It seems tough. Um, I'm I'm really interested in this idea of, of communicating through eye contact. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, if it if it was me and I was a celebrity, I would imagine that getting caught in a knowing look no jonathan not right now He's giving me uh, you answered a very it, clear look you answered it, though. uh getting that look i i think would uh would kind of give me a little bit of anxiety like oh somebody recognizes me mm. is this gonna break bad and so i think maybe the giving the eye contact and then some kind of signal that's like i, I see you but i'm gonna be cool about this mm-hmm. probably does give a big sense of relief yeah because it's like not that like widened eyes and then like oh my god let me talk to you about your movies and your life and whatever Mm -hmm. but it's just like a like calm recognition and i feel like that's the best way to handle them also i've had too many incidents where i've said really weird things to celebrities so oh yeah do you mind sharing some examples of those with us? No, not at all. Uh, I This was an intentional celebrity meeting. I went to go to Betty White's book signing. Oh, she wrote nice. like a book about animals at a zoo. Uh, and I went with my mom. And also, let's just give props to Betty White for a second. She was wearing a bright red tracksuit. Nice. Oh, yes. And it's like, damn, if I can do that when I'm like 90, I'm killing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm killing it. So, you know, shout out to Betty White. Yeah. Uh, but I, well, a backstory in context, I have, or I had a bike and it was white and I named it Betty. So I literally named a bike after her. <laughs> uh, and I get up in line to meet her and she, I'm like, hand her my book and she's signing it. She's like, I like your shirt. And I was like, thanks. I named my bike after you. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and just went, you know, really direct. All right. Cause I was like, you know what, if I'm going to say something, I should say something that like no other person no, will ever right. say to her ever again. Not only unique, but also relevant to her. Yes. Yeah. The the bike is white, Betty White. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I said it, she looked up. <laughs> she was like, "All right, next." <laughs> wow. She was. Uh, I made her uncomfortable, and yeah, had I just given hysterical. her a look, I think it would have been better. Mm-hmm. I think it would have made her more comfortable. I want to look on the (laughs) other side, the opposite side, because I feel like this happens to me sometimes. And um, not that I say I am famous, but um, (laughs) we did touch on the fact that I I do teach children. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are times where I'm out in public. Right. And then there will be a student. Now, the thing is, is like for the most part, I'm spending more time with your children than you are with them. Because if you think about the amount of time that you spend at home, and then to bed 
and stuff. Like I'm spending eight hours with your kids a week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like that time, it, it, it always shocks me when I think about that. Um, and then, uh, so I, you, but the thing is you don't ever see the parent side. Mm. So then you have students who like wave to this mystery man with a beard. Yeah. And then like, how am I supposed to react? Mm. Like, am I supposed to be like, hello there, children? You know, like, and like, that's just, I've always feel weird about that. About responding to one of your students waving at you in public. Right, because like, then it's like, mm, stop talking to famous. strangers. Uh. And like, I'm like, because yeah, I'm not like, su- like, I'm not famous. You know, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not, celeb- I've been on the news. What were you on the news for? Yeah. I was promoting the uh, Baltimore Improv Festival oh. two oh, years nice. ago. They, yeah. they needed somebody for the four to six o'clock hour a.m. <laughs> uh, a.m. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hey, I'm up, everybody. Yep. Uh, I did that. My mom got really upset with the newscasters because they were making fun of me <laughs> oh. uh, because we were we, I, we did 10 things and it was 10 things about fried chicken and to mm. end it because we're on television. I ran off, I said yellow chicken, blue chicken, green chicken. And they thought that that was ridiculous. There's no such thing as blue, They're yellow, ridiculous. or green chicken. And my mom literally like texted me and said, these people are assholes. Wow. And I was like, it's okay, ma. Yeah. But yeah, so like, what should I do with like students that... That wave at you? Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't make you uncomfortable to wave back, I would... I'm. I think they're just kids. So just imagine that it makes me uncomfortable to okay. wave back. I mean, most things make us uncomfortable. On Let's show. just play that. That's understandable. I, I mean, I would do like a solid head nod, okay. like a little bob. That's like, I get it, but I'm going to turn away now. How about finger snap gun? Like, there you are. I no. I have a painful experience with that. Yeah? So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry that I pointed <laughs> that to you. I apologize. No, no, no. I just think it's like the finger guns is the move that you do when like something is like already awkward. And then you're uh, like, what's the most awkward way I could acknowledge someone? Finger guns. Finger guns. Right. Well, I'm putting shame good on my Good double snaps, mic. though. Thank you. Snaps. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to. That's twice. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Can we go to our game? Yeah. um, Before we go to the game, Julia, do you have, excuse me, wow, do you have any uh, parting advice for people that may be seeking a celebrity sighting or uh, may just want to be prepared if they accidentally find themselves in that situation? Yeah, I think it's healthy to make a list of like the top five celebrities that you're willing to freak out in front of or potentially ask oh. an autograph for. So that way, if you see any other celebrities, you're just like, okay, no, they're not on my list. So I'm going to, I'm going to play it cool. Like I'm not allowed to release all of this excitement and energy until yeah. I see like the celebrity. Right. So that's, that's my advice there, but also just the cool eye contact Right. is, I think, the best move. It might take practice. I would recommend everybody try that in the mirror. I'm going to try that uh, when I get home. And, um, yeah, so, so write down your top five celebrities. I feel like I've heard that used in another context. I think it's top five celebrities you would be allowed to sleep with if you were in a relationship. Oh, and those would be oh, your exception. Yeah. That's actually from Friends. It was David Schwimmer's thing. Oh, it was Ross's that's thing. Right. It was Ross's thing. All, everything comes full this circle. This is why Ross this is why Schwimmer's on the bottom. <laughs> this is why he sucks. Uh okay, great. Uh <laughs> well uh would you mind sticking around and playing a game with us? No, I'd love to play a game. Okay. This is everybody's favorite game with usually just one answer. Walk or talk. 
You're doing the song in your head, yeah. Jonathan. I was doing it with my eyes. Was... Can you do it for the <laughs> ears of the people listening? Clip, clap, clip, clap. What do you got to say? There it is. Oh, I, love, I it. love that. So in this game, we asked you to write into us either on our website at wehavetoask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. We wanted to know what is a time that you encountered a celebrity, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get the setup and the celebrity. And um, Julie, if you don't mind, we will uh, try to predict how it's gonna go. I love this. Uh, yes. And then from the story, hopefully Jonathan will be able to tell us uh, how did it go. Uh, all right, here's our first one. I'm not sure I really want to say this, but it was the first one that was posted. You're not quite. And on I kind of just. Want... <laughs> All right, here's the first one. Um, Patrick Dempsey thinks I have special needs. Maybe I do. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so it went badly. That's how yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't think that Literally went. Literally says wow. not well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Here we go. Sometimes I get Christmas cards. Sometimes I have a bodyguard following my social media accounts. Uh, they, um, It's both of the Lachey brothers and Nick Carter. Wait, this person this, sends this, Christmas This person cards? sometimes gets Christmas cards oh, from Nick, a celebrity. And, oh. Nick and whatever the other brother, I mean, Lachey, I... and sometimes have a bodyguard following my social media accounts. Would that be good? If, I it mean... sounds like much more than a meeting. It sounds like there is a relationship. Here. Right. If they're yeah, getting she's... Christmas cards from them, I, I feel like they're, they're Danielle has built a off. very good relationship with these yeah. musicians and stuff. Oh, Maybe okay. the bodyguard is also like chill. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, maybe she, they're friends with the bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, well, let's play. Let's play a game. Can we play a different game, <laughs> Jonathan? We're playing we're, a okay. game. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you three celebrities. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you one is an excellent tipper, huh. one is less so. Yeah. And one is a spoiled jackal. Okay. Wow. And we okay. have to guess which one. You have to guess which one. All okay. right. Here are the actors. Okay. Will Smith. Nicholas Cage, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'd say Will Smith is the good tipper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who the third actor is. I know who Nicholas Cage is. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What's he Did in? Did you see uh, Home Improvement? Yeah. Oh yes. Huck, uh, what was it? Huck and Finn. It was that Disney movie. I don't uh, think I saw. Huck I don't Finn. remember him in that. That was a good one. But I do know Home Improvement. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. was the middle brother. Oh, I'd say he's the bad tipper. Bad tipper, the, and so the spoiled jackhole is Nick Cage. No, no, no. I think the home improvement guy is the spoiled. Okay, yeah. And then Nick Cage is the middle. The yeah, the less so. The less so tipper. Yeah. I mean, I would I would put those in the same order. Although I would say like wild card. No, that's all. I've, yeah, I think. I, yeah. That that like maybe in a really bad situation. Will Smith was the was the less good tipper. Uh, so I think I've heard stories about Nick, Nick Cage. Cage mm. Excellent tipper. Oh. Uh, Will Smith, less so. Okay. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is a spoiled jackal. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay, at least nailed it with the last one. We messed up yeah. the first well, two we, very clearly. We had Jonathan Taylor Thomas to rights. <laughs> Sorry, Nicolas Cage. And tip better, Will Smith. I don't need to tell you how to be. I take that back. You do you. Uh, We're just right. glad you're listening. Yeah, if so... I'm really nervous that you're listening to the show. Please, <laughs> my, please turn off this podcast, Will Smith. Uh, my my dad wrote in. Oh, he met. This is I love the love this. Uh, mm. He met instead of saying President Ford. Yeah, he said I met Vice President Ford just before he became President Ford. Oh, okay. Now, how do you think 
uh, at the time vice president for it yeah. was. Do you think he was rude? Do you think he was friendly? Do you he, think he, he wasn't was... vice president yet? No, he was vice president. Okay. He just wasn't president at the time. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, do we have any context? Nope. It literally just says, <laughs> just met him. I met Vice President Ford just before he became President Ford. He was, and then it, we're just going to fill in the blank. He was. Oh, we have to actually hit it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I would say um, kind of rude. Okay. I, I'm going to go opposite here and say, I mean, he's a political figure. Yeah. He probably has to keep up appearances. So I'd yeah. assume he was relatively nice. That would be my hope. I mean, the other thing is, is that he had to deal with Nixon's dumbass. So mm. patient. Patient. Yeah. He, he was, was, my dad said he was infinitely patient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, said it was uh, friendly. Ah, friendly. Um, Good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this will be our last one. Okay. Um, we Can I just say, though, I've never felt more popular in my life. We got over 41 comments. That's great. Wow. Um, all right. Here we go. Uh, mm, how do I want to do this? <laughs> just take your time. You can edit I think this I'm just. Later. I think I'm just going to I'm just going to read the story okay. and then we can discuss how this went. Okay. I think this is just That's one of the like ones we're going to. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Hannah Jeffrey. Amazing. I ambushed Anderson Cooper to take a picture with him while I was in college. This sounds bad. I was studying journalism, yeah. and I ran up after, uh, ran up to him after a CNN presidential debate they were filming on our campus, wow. and sort of shouted at him, "You're a real inspiration to me, and you look good." And he said, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "Look right there!" And my friend was ready with the camera. There it is, everybody. Anderson Cooper. Wow. You can't see well, it. Well, it's a good picture. Oh, it's a great picture. Yeah. To the viewers out there. That, I mean, Hannah and Anderson look it looks, Anderson together. looks like expertly staged. Yeah. Yes, it looks really good. Um, now the question is, yeah, Anderson Cooper is definitely a professional. Yeah. I think it probably went well. I think, well, this is one of those things, so like you can know the facts of something, but then still not know how somebody feels afterwards. So Anderson looks genuinely happy in that picture. He does, but like you said, he's a professional. He can look happy and anywhere. It's, and it's after a presidential debate. Now, I bet he was super tired. Dot, dot, dot. This presidential debate could have been either Obama mm. and who ran against him that second time. Who Mitt cares? Was Romney? It Mitt Romney. Yep. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> which, would have been, which would have been a decent <laughs> debate or it was... Clinton and Trump. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, that's going to run you through a ring. That's rough. Yeah. I, but at that point, like someone telling me that I'm an inspiration feels like some desperately needed positive vibes. Yeah. Um, I I would say it went well despite the awkward and abrupt greeting. I do, uh, Julia, I do appreciate do that she put out there. Yeah. They look good. I mean, that's the other thing that I was going to comment on is that I feel like, you know, Anderson Cooper is probably very used to straight females throwing themselves at him. Mm. So I think this is just like one in a dozen sort just of an, thing. Just another day. Just, just another, another day. day. Yeah. So many women. I had a nickel for Anderson someone Cooper. told me to look right there and there's a camera. <laughs> He'd be a nickel millionaire. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> Take that to the bank. <laughs> um, Jonathan, what, what happened? I was just upset that you threw that bit in with Take It to the Bank. 
Why? Because <laughs> it was just like we we had, we were on a good high with the nickel millionaire. Were oh. we? <laughs> I was I was riding that high, and then you come in with. I thought I was adding on to the thing. Did I? I think I'm it's sorry, time to Jonathan. wrap up this interview. Okay, wait. But how did it <laughs> no. go with Anderson Cooper? That's it. You're that's, not gonna know. Oh, no, it was that was just it. Speculating? It was just. I thought you had an answer. Mm. Look, I'll step out and I'll figure it out. You thank Julia no, for being don't, here, no. and then I'll be back. Don't, no, no, Julia, thank you for being thank here. Thank you, thank oh. you, John. I'm sorry. Okay, he's he's going. Julia, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for this having has me. Has been an utter delight, and I think I am a little bit more prepared for if I recognize somebody and they're super famous. I'm so glad. That's all I want to do for America. All right. Uh, well, before you go, um, where can people find you if they wanted to see uh, the famous Julia, I don't know, do improv? Oh, my goodness. They could find me at Baltimore Improv Group. I perform every Saturday with my house team, Lecker. Yay. Uh, and I do other projects here all the time. Yeah, so a lot. Really recently, any night. <laughs> uh, recently, you did the silent, completely silent show. I'm yes. Sorry, I forgot the name. Uh, silence is Golden. Yes. We did that, and we're actually bringing that back at the end of July. So you can keep a lookout at Baltimore Improv Group on our Facebook page, and I'm sure the mm. event will be back up soon. Nice. Well, thanks yeah. again, Julia. Oh, Jonathan's back. Oh, do you have news? Yeah, I, fa- I found out. Uh, it was Kasich. Uh, Jeb and Donald oh. at a Republican oh. town hall Early meeting Republican, yeah. and uh, Hannah said that it went uh, well she got exactly what she wanted um, <laughs> and uh, that she got to meet the president of the future president of the United States and had the ability to not punch him in the face okay so positive day all around positive yeah, day I guess so Thank you so much, Julia. Thank you, guys. And uh, folks, we'll be right back. Okay, okay, Jonathan, this is really weird. No, this is different. No. <laughs> this is this is. But we did the. We said our goodbyes. We, we were s- polite, and now I'm bringing. Now we're, I'm, we're gonna do one quick story. Okay, Julia's back. Hi, guys. Um, so before Julia, she so sorry. Thank, before thank she you. wanted okay. to walk out, and I know this is awkward. No, no, I, no by all means. Like, you were walking out. You said, hey, I didn't get to tell my fun story about. And then, like, I may have somehow used the force to shut the door so that you had to stay here. Yeah. So you me. you are free to leave. But Thank we you. would love to hear the story about yeah. Will Forte and your sister. No, I'm, I'm happy to, to tell it. <laughs> I was in, I think I was in high school, and I was had a small part in a play that Will Forte's, uh, at the time, girlfriend was in. Mm. So he hung out afterwards, and my sister was friends with, the girlfriend and so i met will forte we talked about farmer's tans which was important yeah (laughs) and then i wasn't old enough to go out to the bar with them so i went home but i guess my sister went out for drinks with them but then got a little too drunk and will forte drove her home whoa when she was too tipsy to do it and I don't know about any of the conversation that happened in the car, but it was very nice of him to do. Yeah. I just wish that, you know, an SNL alum would drive me in, home when I'm drunk. So that was that was in L.A.? That was in L.A. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Must have been all season. <laughs> what a time to be alive, though. Truly. Thank you for staying. No for problem. Story. Thank you so I Glad that. I could share. <laughs> uh, next week, we're back to just being you and me. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to talk about the... The ability to build your own website and promote yourself and not have Facebook take all your information. Yeah. So stick around uh, next week for that. I don't 
I don't know how to do this, Jonathan. Um, folks, thanks so much for listening. We wouldn't do this show without you. Um, please subscribe on iTunes. And give us a review. Uh, we need to know that you're listening. Yeah, validation <laughs> would be super good. Yeah. Um, you can find it on our website at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And just like let us know, um, are you okay? What's up? We haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, this has been another episode of Should We Say Something? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, you can keep it to yourself. See y'all next time. Another episode of Should We Say Something? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks, guys, to Chaos Free Subscribe to the song New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all thanks hobo radio hobo radio a weekly podcast on the peak sloth podcast network